Hi, I'm Rosetta Caravello. Excited to share on our first episode, Onogen Biohacking. I'm here co-hosting with Dr. Eval DeFretis. We developed this podcast to, have, to bring a safe, informational platform for all those who are curious. We're so tired of the status quo. I know I am. And I'm so tired of the broken down system. And I'm so tired of being dismissed from my doctor's office. And I feel that this connection, this empowering connection that was brought to me, I want to share with you. And I want to introduce you to my dear friend, Dr. Eval DeFretis. Hi, Ro. Hi, everyone. Hi. We finally made it. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. I know everyone is a biohacker, but what's a biohacker? Your thoughts on what a biohacker is. Share them with all of us. <laughs> yeah. I keep saying people get scared when they heard the word. And I keep saying everyone has become a biohacker themselves. And it's because biohacking is using the technology and the science available out there to improve your health, to see feeling better or performing better. And who doesn't do that? Who doesn't go to the doctor and come back home and read like whatever the doctor told them diagnosis and go online, Google and read it. And it makes us really nervous as physicians because then we start mocking about Dr. Google, oh my gosh, because you find really quacking information online and it's scary. But people, it's, it's the condition for everything. You're going to look for a restaurant, you go online. You're going to look for something, you go online. You read the, the reviews. So people want to supplement, they want to improve their health, they go online. And we need to learn how to manage that. But I love biohacking because Biohacking is empowering for patients. These patients want it to be better, to do better. And we should be excited about it. We should learn how to manage it. And we should not, never discourage that. In fact, we are biohackers. We should lead the biohacking stage. And we're leaving this stage free for other people to climb and do what other people have been doing with nutrition, with supplements, with different things that are important for our health and our patients want us to know about it and we keep ignoring. So biohacking is a new norm, is the new empowering, is the new self-care and we should embrace it, love it and celebrate it. Absolutely, and I totally agree. You know, the, the next question that I have for you always brings me back to the conversation we had some time ago regarding blood work. And I remember when um, we got into this conversation and I said, no matter how much my blood markers are normal, but I'm still feeling internally something, right? I became a biohacker and I had no idea that I was a biohacker. I would go online and literally you know, you Google, you become Dr. Google, exactly. So you're on a search to find out exactly what's wrong with you, right? So I didn't know that biohacking was the term, what I was doing. And I naturally did it. 
And so I think it's really important that people understand that, you know, even though your blood order or your blood form or your blood num numbers all are normal, it does not mean you're beyond well. Because if you're not feeling good, right, what do you do? What do you become? A biohacker. So, you know, I wrote that that's been one of the things and that's, that's like a chapter almost of my book, of my upcoming book, because the standard of medicine, the standard of care is based on the blood work. And the blood work is looking for abnormality. So we're being reactive, not proactive. And biohacking is being proactive because what happened, what started the whole thing is people go to the doctor, they get their annual physical, they get asked, how are you doing? And they say, well, I'm having this ache here. I don't have the energy I used to have. My sex drive is kind of, um, I feel like my memory is not as good. And I'm not dealing with stress like I used to. I'm not sleeping the same. So the doctor go, do the physical, read the labs, say, you're good. You don't have diabetes. You don't have high blood pressure. You're just stressed out and aging. So, but congratulations, you're doing good, go home. So people are like, wait, so what I'm gonna do? They, you know, so they start searching and seeking online and sometimes they get into the wrong places. Absolutely. And, but it's because the status quo in medicine is based on a standard that you're well because your blood work is good and you don't have any diagnosis that I can put you on, like label you with. And that's wrong because when you're having those, those symptoms, those, those are signs of unbalances that deficiencies within your core, your, what I call biomolecular core. And if we found those and we give you and we fix those gaps, people not only feel better, but we prevent them, the system to continue deteriorating to the point that you develop a problem. So, and that's why people are frustrated with the system. And even us physicians are frustrated too. But the system is the system of ruling everything that we do. And, and that's why we're kind of tied. But that's, that's moving, you know, the whole paradigm is shifting because the users of the system are sick of that. And that's why they're biohacking. They're looking to improve their own health on their, they took like, like they're on their own hands. They decide they took control of their health. And now they're asking and they come to the hospital and they come to the doctor and say, you're telling me to do this, but I read that stem cells are good for this. And I read that this is good for me. And I, and doctors, some doctors get uncomfortable with that, but some physicians are already getting used to it and they're looking to, and they're looking to improve their own practice too. So it's, we're just in the middle of that, that shift. And that's why it is still kind of shaky, but I think we're moving on the right direction and it's great. Labs needs to shine, like shine, like show us what is happening proactively, what we can do before, 
the kidney get damaged and now we have a norm, abnormal number? What is missing in the core that we can replete so the whole system continue healing and regenerating like it should be doing naturally and our immune system is working as it should? So those labs are there. They're still considered genetic, experimental, these, that, insurance doesn't cover, but we're moving towards there. We just have to, you know, understand that there is a process of shifting and embrace the newcomers with the new ideas, the innovation, learn about it, read about it, be wise, don't throw money in things that are not making sense, talk to different people. What do you do when you're going to invest money in anything? So you have to find Absolutely. the best people to invest your money in. Absolutely. And I, and I 100% agree with that because, again, you know, I act as a patient 90% of the time. And 10% 10, 10 of the time, I act as a practice liaison, you know, trying to educate my, the patients, our patients. So um, being the doctor that thinks out of the box and how you incorporate the whole person, the mind, the body, the soul. Tell us more about what is Onogen? Who is Onogen? I know it's Dr. Eval de Frente, but <laughs> explain it to us. Um, yeah, well, Onogen is about, about the patient, about each patient, about each person being unique. It's about bioindividuality. In fact, the name comes from that. Every single person is different, and the whole model of medicine is based on one size fits all. And that's not longer the norm because now we know that what works for you might not be good for me. And everybody knows it because they go, they listen, the neighbors say, I'm doing this diet and I lost 20 pounds and I look amazing and my skin is like glowing. And the person goes and does that diet and gets sick and throw up and feel like horrible and gain three pounds. And, and the, you know, it's not that the diet doesn't work, it's that the diet doesn't work for that person because that person is different to the other person. So people know naturally that that's the right way to do things, that they're different. And then they try a medication and they feel side effects and the other person doesn't side effects. So the new model has to take that into account. So that's why we create Onogen. Create, Onogen was created to understand that each person is different and also to incorporate all those laughs that point out those different gaps that exist within our biomolecular core that make us age faster, feel yucky, have problems with digestion, bring our sex drive down, don't have the hormones working or balance well. So that's why, you know, I, I started researching what options are out there that I could use to be more proactive. Then after I did that, I found, you know, ways to replete that, to do what I call upgrade the biology of that person. How mind, the mind and the soul gets connected there, it's an interesting journey <laughs> because I, I did mind-body medicine at Harvard Medical School. It's part of my training. And I learned about how meditation and how, you know, being um, in kind of a coherence energy 
coherent energy and being in a high vibe and being happy and grateful could improve your immune system, even the expression of your genes. I was amazed by all that information. Like, you know, so this is how the mind and emotions connect with our biology. And I start trying to motivate my patients to meditate and share what I was discovering. But people are, were so exhausted. We are all so exhausted. We have to do 10,000 things. We use all our energy into surviving throughout the day. And then we come home and we're supposed to meditate or wake up at 4 a.m. and meditate. Who has energy for that? Yeah. So I realized that, you know, it was going to be hard to get my patients doing that. And then I, I start upgrading the biology and kind of forget about that. And then when I upgrade the biology of people, people start saying, now when I meditate, I start doing this 21 thing with Deepa Chopra online and it's amazing. So it's when they have that biomolecular core, I, that's what I learned, repleted, they have the energy and naturally, intuitively, they go for what they need. For some people is playing golf, and some people is meditating, meditating with Deepa Chopra. And so, but it's, you know, it's all looking for that balance that they need. And it's beautiful. You know, uh, I, I have to go a little off topic because our conversations are so uh, deep and so inspiring. I remember when we met with a doctor and you were in a conversation where you spoke about uh, a, a research that was going on with rats and um and the i think the markers were all the same and you had told the scientists did you ever pick up that rat one rat and show him love and show him and hold him and let him feel happy right and maybe his markers would go up i mean think about it you know that's kind of like crazy talk right but i rest my case I sent you something regarding scientists and research with tickling rats, right? And how their markers, regardless of pain, are doing much better than those that are in pain because they're happier rats. So I, I did want to share that because I, I found that very funny. And I think I found it funnier when I found research on it. <laughs> you know, about a year later. And so with the individual um, biomolecular, I feel as though you have these incredible lenses. And through your lenses, where do you see individual biomolecular studies or regenerative medicine going in the future? Okay, so um, that's a cool question. <laughs> um, this is, this is where I think we're going. I tend to be an optimistic and, and see and, and hope the best and has worked for me because it made me happy and it, it helped me to keep my passion on. So I, now that we have the whole genome read and now that we have all these new upcoming labs into medicine and you know traditional medicine the system hasn't embraced it yet but the same way that organic food has to invade 
the food industry because the consumers want it. That's what's going to happen in healthcare. The consumers want it. The amount of people that know their genes and have their whole thing read and their DNA figured out and decoded, it's overwhelming. And the data is coming in. People have no clue, but every month we have more than a thousand papers published in genes and different problems, in genes and different manifestation, in genes and how they express and how we can turn it on and off and possibilities of gene therapy. So we're going there and that's the future. Medicine future, it's personalized medicine. You're coming into the hospital, there's gonna be a platform with your genes, with all your things. So instead of picking a drug for your specific diagnosis, for a, this bacteria based on this lab and these, we're gonna need to know too how your system work with that drug. Is that the best drug for your system or not? You're gonna have side effects, are you gonna eliminate the drug? So the whole thing is gonna be through computers, of course. That process is gonna be artificial intelligence. And people think that's gonna be in 30, 40 years, let me tell you something. If I would say that we would be doing what we're doing with our phones today, five years ago, people would say, I'm crazy. The progress has expedited and continue expediting because it's an algorithmic exponential curve. And we have hit the knee of the curve. So we're already flying. And we have to fly with the curve. There is no way we can stop the curve anymore. People want it and people are going for it. Insurance has to jump in, hospital has to jump in, system has to jump in. COVID has come to show us and prove us and expedite the process out even more. Um, people get scared. What are we gonna do as physicians is the computer is gonna tell us what to do we are the people who are gonna talk to the patient. We know what we're gonna put in the computer and we're gonna interact with the person. So what you say about love, it's so instrumental because we have ignored the concept for so long. And that's why I like, I'm a little rebellious. Just a little bit. So when I meet somebody who's really like strict, sometimes I come up with these things. But there is proof. There is papers over papers over papers of the potent effect of love into the biochemistry and the biology of a person. Of the power of love changing how gene express, that you can turn off genes with changing of what happened in your body with production of oxytocin. When somebody hugs you, you produce oxytocin, your hormones change. And there is even electromagnetic field now that we understand in neurophysics that, you know, that, that is part of the whole process. Immune system works better. My patients ask me, have you had a lot of COVID patients, like COVID cases within your practice? And I say, my patients just didn't get COVID. <laughs> Why? Because my patients are happy, loving, like people. And, and I say it as like kind of a little, like a joke, but to be honest, when you are balanced, happy, your immune system trying to work better. 
And of course, you know, if your biology is upgraded and all that, and I'm not saying that I'm the answer to COVID like a lot of people they are doing that. But I'm just saying that that's the power of being happy and positive and optimistic. That's what we need to be. And that's the system we need to create. That's our job within the tomorrow's medicine, you know, system. So um, I just want to gather everything that you said. And I want to turn, I want to just switch things around a little bit. So, um, I'm a mom of three and I became an overnight educator, right? We were all incubated here in New York. And um, so between being a mom of three, a working mom, right? A chef, right? Because I ran out of ideas. Um, I started seeing that my happiness was literally going down. And my pain threshold was going up. And so I, I want everyone to really get a really detailed description that onogen is not only biomolecular, but it truly is individualized for the person. It's just not about the medicine, right? It's about also um, mind medicine right? You need that. You need help. So what do we do as parents? We incubated ourselves. We try to find all these resources, right? At least I tried to, to make myself better. So my pain threshold went down. So how do you feel or what would be the protocol for, let's say me, a mom of three that was incubated, a chef, exhausted, kind of like angry, right? Edgy. I could say I was edgy. And, you know, trying to teach three kids, three different, you know, levels of education and with a limited time. And how, how would you treat me? I'm coming to Dr. Eval. Dr. Eval, I'm crashing. Please help. Okay. Help. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a quick, like, picture of how I would treat you in the traditional medicine. I would put you probably in three mental health drugs. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Like something for sleeping, something for anxiety as needed, like Xanax, and something for depression because you're getting depressed, so Prozac or Lexapro or something like that. If you come to Onogen, I tell you, your core has been depleted because you're under stress, because you're like, you're, you know, you're incubated, uh -huh. down against your will with your three kids doing homeschooling. So obviously your stress is up to here. You're not happy and anything that makes you happy has become annoying. Because you have it in the top of your head. You love your kids and your kids should be a source of happiness. But if you have them all here and you have so much responsibility and you feel overwhelmed, that's not a source of happiness anymore. You have your husband that is not going to work. I mean, the whole thing. And you have to cook. You love to cook. But if you have to cook three times a day, then it becomes annoying. So that's normal. Your biology gets depleted with that because you're using all your you know, you're using all these 
chemistry is changing to survival mode because your body assumes you're surviving because you're so unhappy. And then you're using extra energy, extra nutrients to sustain your body. Your immune system shut down because you are in survival mode. So right now we're not healing, we're not recovering, we're just here to give you energy, to keep going and be alert because something bad is gonna happen. Absolutely. So your soldiers out there, but the soldiers, your immune system, your soldiers are out there, but there is no strategy. They're just panicking. Mm -hmm. That's how your system is. So I calm it down with some nutrients, some minerals that, you know, because I have your formula, I know what you're missing. I, you're already my patient. If you're not my patient, I do a blood work. But if you're already my patient, I know what your biomolecular core is and how it works. And every year I update that because it changed mm -hmm. year, you know. So I have your formula, I give you that. The, what I see is that you don't need any drug, you feel better, you start, you know, having extra energy and, intuitively when your biology is upgraded that's what i've seen that hasn't been proven by fda <laughs> but this is what i've seen in my clinical practice people intuitively start doing the things that they need to do they start making boundaries they start going out wearing like barefoot on the grass some people get better with that some people start exercising some people start playing golf some people so they start naturally doing the things they need to and and that's what amazed me when i start doing this i realized i didn't have to train them or find their formula it's like their intuition opens up and that's the beauty of onogen is that the answers are within you if we get you to the point that you can access that information. So that's what I try to do. I try to fill the gaps so your biology upgrade and you can access the information. So, and, and then I sit with our patients and I say, this is the plan, what do you think? Patients look at me like, what do you think? How do you feel about it? I don't feel like that would help me. I feel this would help me better. So let's do that. I, I you know, this I truly believe that you know, there's uh, this incredible quote, and um, I love this quote, and I shared it with you. And I'm going to try to say it slowly so I can grasp every word. Okay. <laughs> when necessary, we must unlearn what we know, right? We must and start all over again. And I think that that is you. That is the medical field. That is you. I feel that you were that doctor something you realized that there was more to medicine you know there was upgrading there was biomolecular you know individualizing and so you went ahead and developed this incredible program and this incredible company called Omigen that um we're so excited hope that you're coming to New York and I want you just to sum up quickly what does Onogen represent to everyone, to us, to, to you, to, you know, your future patients here in New York? Um, I see Onogen as, first, as a celebration of bioindividuality. Like, finally, you are different and we're going to treat you as such. It's honoring 
by individuality. The other thing I see, Onogen, it's, it's a new option. It's the tomorrow's medicine option today. We are bringing to you what we think is going to be happening or should be happening in medicine today, but what I think is going to happen in the next few years. That's what I try to practice for my family, for the people I care about, for all my patients, because they become my family too. And that's how I think medicine should be. That's how medicine used to be before the system. Like really like make us like become so strict and restricted and so square that that we lost space to natural behavior and relationships and and that's not natural that's not good for anyone not neither for doctors nor for patients and and i think this is my little incubator of how i think medicine should be and i incorporate anything i feel is good and i hope that I can create and gather information that I can share and help and collaborate to create a new medicine for all of us. So that's Onogen. I love Onogen, by the way. And I adore <laughs> you, Dr. Val. You know that very much. And I'm excited that you're coming to New York. And I just want to um, say thank you. Thank you for, you know, co-hosting. And, um, and uh, we look forward to your new book, Beyond Well. And um, I look forward to offering a safe space, a platform for those curious minds in where medicine should be. And please come and join us again for our next episode. Thank you.